0: What's up guys, welcome to the Make My Day podcast, my name is George LaHoff, I'm joined by my fellow podcasters Luke Capriti and Winston Moy, Luke, how you been? I'm doing uh, pretty good, slowly going insane, but overall, trying <laughs> to stay in there. What about
1: you, Winston?
2: Um, so far, so good, I'm on like day two of uh, stay at home, uh, so yeah, we'll see how things go as this progresses, but uh, these are interesting times. They sure are, they sure are so for me i've been i've been at home for <laughs> i think since now
0: it's been about nine days because i actually decided to start staying home a little bit earlier there was a lot of people at work who were like sneezing and coughing and i was just like you know what you told me you had like 103 fever over the weekend
2: i don't think you're being smart i'm, I'm working from home and so for everyone else you're on the new jersey side i'm on the jersey side of this, this you guys home. aren't legally obligated yet to stay at home right that's that's true. I Not think it's yet.
1: changing right as we speak. Um, so we have our <laughs> governor is ha- holding some sort of podcast or um, press conference, uh, press conference at <laughs> one o'clock. So, um, yeah, that's going on right now. That's,
2: that's gonna change a, a lot. very fluid situation. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we we were we've been on curfew status for about a week, so you weren't supposed supposed to. I mean, there's no cops really pulling anybody over from like 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. type of thing um but working with the government um they started enabling uh, or mandating teleworking this week so um everybody had to have it, to, it that's it's kind of a big change because because uh it wasn't really a thing before but everybody's mandated to telework. Uh, everybody was mandated to get their laptop and go home um and and it's been it to, to put on the, uh you know it, it's been interesting because there's not really a lot of tools to enable it um and for me at least from, from my standpoint of, of of how things have been going you as, as probably for the same as you guys we got the full business and then we got the side business and now that my full business has become not regular and i've had to figure out how to actually still meet the same performance i've been doing from a whole different setup and try to do all these meetings over you know whatever video conferencing it's like throwing a whirlwind for me because when you're at work you get into a rhythm and you know maybe during lunch i could sketch out what i'm going to do for my side business and whatnot. Um, I actually found out that, you know, when I was working at home, I would work all the way through lunch, I'd be at the computer, it would, it would drive me nuts, wasn't even thinking or preparing mentally for the side business. And that really threw me off. I don't know about you guys, but that, that's just like the, the, the first thing that I, I felt from, from this whole thing happening.
1: Yeah, definitely with all these meetings that need to go on. And um, for me as a teacher, so you have 150 students now who are emailing you questions essentially saying, I don't understand your instructions or directions, um, what am I supposed to do? And so I have to respond 150 times or I'll send out you know, one post to everyone. Here, here's updated instructions and maybe this will make more sense. But for the most part, I feel like I'm working more now even though I have less um, scheduled hours. So I'm supposed to be online from about nine to one, be able to answer their questions. And technically, it's a little less than that, depending on my school day for, you know, we do A, B schedule. Um, So really, I should be on there less than it. However, I just figured, let me do those four hours. It's the least I could do. And um, it's actually been really tough to try to keep up with them, feel like I'm actually teaching them something or having them do something productive or keeping their mind off of everything. Uh, But yeah, it's, it seems like it's almost more work. I know my wife, she's got way more grading on her plate too. um, Because the kids almost expect instant feedback now that like, hey, I submitted something, I need to know what I did right or wrong. Um, So it it does seem like um, it's like a blessing in disguise that hey, you're home (laughs) with your loved ones. But then it's like, oh my god, I'm on my computer now so much. Um, Where is the time for that downtime? And you really just got to you got to put it in your schedule. You got to be like one o'clock comes at 101. Um, I'm closing the laptop. I'm, you know, walking outside. I'm watching Netflix. I'm working in the shop.
0: Just doing What something. type of work do you have them doing? Like at school? Like, because that's, oh, yeah. that's pretty interesting from your perspective. I mean, so
1: as a woodworking teacher, I realized yeah. quickly not everyone has tools, right? So my idea was I wanted them to make something. And I had talked to my supervisor who was like, hey, they're gonna have a ton of recycled materials at home since everybody's buying out all the water bottles and toilet paper and whatnot. See if they could build something with all of those materials. And so I was, for whatever reason, like on YouTube and I saw a Rube Goldberg machine come up as one of my suggested videos. And those are those um, chain reaction videos, right? If you don't know what a Rube Goldberg machine is. And I was like, oh, that could be kind of fun. Like they could have their mom, dad, sister, brother, or somebody help them even build it. And it could be kind of like a bonding experience. You're making stuff, problem solving. So um, that's what they've been working on now for the last week. And they give me updates about like every few days or so, whether it be a video or a picture or like a little write-up. So um, that's, that's what they are doing.
0: That's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah.
1: A lot of the kids, they seem to like it. Then again, a lot of them are like, I can't build this. It keeps failing. It's not working. Um, so, yeah, it's it's hit or miss. But
0: Welcome to the maker life, kids. Yeah,
1: and that's what I, I try to tell them. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. Just think it through. Give yourself time. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting though, to say the
0: least. Uh-oh. Do you have them do like drawing package, like uh, sketches and stuff like that? Because that, I thought that'd be pretty interesting for them to learn at that yeah. age.
1: Yeah, um, so not as detailed as what you're used to by any means, right? Um, but I have shown them like, hey, this is what a drawing package looks like. And it's just like a simple thing from Google image search. Nothing, um, nothing as crazy as like what Navair expected but still to give them the idea that, hey, I'm able to look at that and now I know what materials I need, what size the materials need to be and um, how it all is assembled. And for them, that's really, it kind of scares them almost. It's like, oh, that's too much information or too much work. But (laughs) I try to break it down for them or at least that's what I've been trying to do um, over the last couple of months. Uh, When we do like our egg drop design, that's the one where I ask them to essentially make a miniature drawing package. So they need to show me what materials they're going to use, how they attach things together, give me rough dimensions. They don't have to be precise by any means because that's kind of tough for them. Um, But yeah, I try to get that concept out to them and they pick up on it eventually. Um, It's just that in a lot of classes, you don't necessarily need to do things like that. And they just want to get into the making of things yeah they they want
0: to get their hands on yeah i mean that makes sense
1: so um again it's like finding a balance of can you plan something out and so for the rube goldberg they had to draw out what they were going to make i didn't ask for any dimensions or anything besides it just has to be longer than like two or three i think it was like 30 inches yeah i think is what i said so two and a half feet long and it can just be anything after that so yeah oh,
0: man. i'd love to see what they came up with <laughs> yeah i can show you a Unless
1: couple of the videos yeah. i was really hoping that i would get some um uh, so many that i could kind of put like a comp uh, compilation of it all and then send it out to the class like look at what you guys did I mean, right that'd be great yeah. yeah so i'm hoping that i can get to that but they have a couple more days until it's all done or all due
0: but awesome yeah. that's yeah. awesome yeah, so. And Winston, so you, you you're an interesting interesting position, right? Because you you work for a company that has to keep going, or else you know uh, they, they'll lose their profit, and maybe you know a lot of small businesses are struggling right now because of all this. So do they have you working at home now? And you you, you and your whole balance, how's that going?
2: Yeah. So um, before we were officially mandated to uh, stay at home, um, we sort of had a, a liberal like leave policy in place, where it's like if if you have like any sniffles any if you're feeling off at all just stay home and they started expanding that it's like oh hey like you were working with this person they're at home today why don't you stay at home too just Actually, in case i mean that makes so much sense um, and on wednesday they were like hey just just come back on monday like just skip friday it was like all right like let me bring a couple extra tools home and then on Thursday, I was looking at the news and I was like, uh, the governor is about to announce that the uh, state's going into lockdown. I was like, oh, okay. So um, I guess I'll see you guys next month then, like, not Monday. Um, and so the my boss kind of like saw the writing on the wall. He kind of knew it was coming. So he was like, why don't you start doing like a, like a live stream uh, once a week or something just to... Get more content out there. Help answer people's questions who might be at home, who might be using their machine more. Um, so he's he's kind of uh, guided me into transitioning to how to deliver content in a way that is more beneficial to people in awesome. these trying times. But it also um, kind of shifts like my whole project schedule because um, right now, like it's kind of important to help people along who want to use the machines who might be relying on cncs for their side hustle Um, so i'm trying to think of like how do i come up with some easy quick content good for beginners um, and also uh, respects the fact that i no longer have access to like over half my machines like i have my one shape at home I have my travel shape OCO, which kind of works. Like, well, I mean, it does work, but it, I don't use it because it's not as set up. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the accessories on it, so I don't have my Nomad. Um, I don't have my smaller shape OCOS that are all like set up with uh, uh, just lighting, and my my work area is nice and open, so I can film it however I want. So I sort of had to go back to my roots and just film in the garage and uh, make videos that way. Um, are you, I kind are of you miss pure, the open pure joy way. of doing that now that you <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's yeah it's good and bad. Like I've kind of actually enjoyed working at work because we have the one machine like on a, a rolling workbench there's like wide oh, open awesome. space all around it. I've got like lights set up all around it. so like the lighting's nice and even. Uh, it's just a nice open air environment uh as opposed to like trying to work in the space of a one car garage yeah i mean that makes um, where it's like i can back up from my machine about like four feet and that's it so i can't like move the camera back or forth and um it's it's just a little more cramped that's totally fine to work with um but it doesn't make for clean video
0: yeah, it gets tougher, obviously, with, especially with, like, lighting and, and every,
2: stuff in the background that you want to be in the shop. Now everybody knows you're a complete mess. And, and, uh, <laughs> and I <got> also, <laughs> I didn't think about it, but the, um, the number of stickers I have in my enclosure is starting to get insane. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's just visually getting a little busy there. So I think what I'm going to have to do is um, use my – so I've got two cameras right now. Uh, the one that I used to use and still use for my personal videos is a Nikon D5300, and my work bought me a Fuji X-T3, and the kit lens that it comes with goes to f2.8, so you get a shallower depth of field, and so, like, what you want in focus is in focus, and the stuff behind it and in front of it is a little more blurred out, and so that helps get you a cinematic look, but it also helps focus your eyes on what's going on. So just because I'm working in a more cramped environment, I think I might use that more just to help uh, when I'm making videos, draw people's attention to what I want them to be looking at. That makes, that makes uh. a lot of sense. Are you guys, like
0: is Carbide thinking about doing maybe like a challenge during all that? You know, you have all these people at home and they've done challenges, you know, in seasonal times. But I think like if you put out a challenge right now, people can get like committed and actually put the time towards doing it. It might keep them a little bit busy and
2: not bored at home very possible um i don't know i haven't spoken to our quote-unquote community manager yeah um it, it's weird having these titles because it's just like <laughs> uh our one guy like hey he's just the one that does it it's, he's not really like a manager per se but um we, we give each other titles just for to keep things straight but uh, all the prizes and swag we ship out is in california And uh, I don't know who can make it to the office and, like, ship these things out. Yeah. All of our West Coast operations are kind of on, like, bare minimum right now. So we're not shipping machines. Um, So I think Shape Oko is the only product that's going out right now. You guys aren't shipping machines. Oh, wow. Yeah. Actually, I need to check right now. Um, Shape Oko might also be on lockdown because I think Illinois... Is joining the quarantine. Wow.
0: So, so how long are you guys quarantined until? What, what's the? Do you guys have a date uh, um, that you were given?
2: Los Angeles County is going to be uh, locked down at least until the end of March. Um, the uh, ruling for all of California. I don't think there's an, a specific end date. So it could be two weeks. It could be four weeks. Wow, it uh, really depends on the situation. Man, that's
0: tough. That's that's a whole month so, not delivering in orders. Jeez. Yeah. So
1: how does that work then? For say groceries and all that, um, is it limited to what
2: store you can go to based off the address? And- they have specific categories of retail establishments that are allowed to be open. Um, so it's like, uh, if you're selling groceries um food services um delivery services like ups can still run oh um, wow. essential manufacturing so if like you're working for the, if you have a contract with like the dod or something uh you can keep uh working um and like all the medical fields and sharp still right? in business yeah. <laughs> what about like i think Home that Depot counts as an loves. essential uh hardware stores are also um allowed
0: oh look at that okay so that that's good for all like the side businesses that need wood and you know all those etsy sellers that need to keep moving forward and that (laughs) that's really what i was thinking of big time i mean uh, our home depot already started um earlier closings at 6 p.m i think and i was thinking to myself i'm like geez i have i have a lot of wood but it you know I i have a stack full of things i want to get done and you know, paint I don't have enough of for like different projects. I don't have enough wood glue. You know, should I be going out and stocking up right now? Am I going to be stuck in a, a certain stage of all these things, you know? I was thinking yeah. a similar it's, thing
1: too. I was like, how much should I have stocked up on? Not even, you know, food-wise or any of that, but but really like you're saying, should I go get more wood? Um, should I get any tools too that, hey, I can learn something new or try something out? But uh, yeah, I, I've been kind of considering that and I know I have a Lowe's and Home Depot right next to me about the same distance from uh, my house. I was like, maybe I should just go to both of them and grab whatever I can and put it wherever I can in the house. I I still need to find that space for storage, but like now might be the time to figure that all out.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that makes a lot of sense. Winston had a quick idea for you. I mean, if you're doing these um, videos for people, uh, you know, to, to keep them engaged during this time, um, I think, and I think I mentioned this a while ago, like a, a batch process with the CNC would be huge. Like, how do you batch a lot of your products? How do you optimize a design in one slab of wood so that you've got every corner covered with that CNC and the way the bit goes through it? I mean that that stuff I've personally tried to uh, to pay attention to throughout all my designs, so that you use that one piece of wood to the most amount. And uh, you know, a lot of small businesses that that run themselves and, and create wooden products that that would that would be huge for them, I think. I mean, it, they start putting that in, they start saving a lot of cause, and they don't need as much supply and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that's a, a valid idea. Yeah. Um, I'll, Let me write that down, and put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Add it to the long, long I list. I have you got going. started
2: um, putting a lot more stuff on paper, just in my notebook, or just I have a, a folded sheet of paper that I'm showing you guys on the webcam, like where I just I write out different schedules. So, like on the weekends, like I. Um, because i've got other things to fold into my life like i do like uh, stretching for my shoulder like i'm still doing yeah. like, the physical therapy stuff so i just put that in like in the morning in the afternoon um, because like you were alluding to before when you're at home like that time becomes so unstructured it's not like when yeah. you're at work your coworkers <laughs> are like hey it's like 11 30 11 45 let's let's all go out to lunch and like you've got other <laughs> external influences that keep you on track um and you don't really have that at home so i've I've been finding myself trying to just have something physical either on a sheet of paper or like in my calendar, um, just to give my life some structure. I mean, that's extremely smart. And and, and, and
0: kind of going along with that, um, you know, now, you know, not only am I always home now, but my wife is always home now. So so she uh, she's a dentist, but they've, they've closed on their hospital except for emergencies. But now that she's always home, I had to, you know, we had to talk and say, you know, I still need my dedicated shop time because normally, you know, if we're both home, we're going to, you know, spend time doing whatever, um, more, maybe more house products together and stuff like that. And that that's been going pretty well, but I still need to make sure I have my work time where I have to be and, and, and do my full-time job. I also need to have my dedicated shop time because, you know, she, she's always here now and, and we're going to want to spend more time together, but I got to make sure I schedule that in. And it, it does take a little bit more focus and, and, and energy to make sure that, You know, everything is still progressing and all those things. I would have thought, honestly, if I was working from home for a month or whatever this is going to be, that I would get so much done. And it's been completely the opposite. It's been it's been how do I focus to make sure I'm making moves in the small business at the same time with everything else that's, you know, crazy distractions at this point. It's, It's been a lot
1: i was thinking the exact same thing as george that whew yeah i'm home 24 7 i get to do everything i need to do for the house which has worked out for the most part um we've gotten a lot done like our kitchen is is complete now or for the most part one issue is we don't have any plates bowls silverware (laughs) etc so it looks nice but now it's not totally functional Um, So we got to go to storage and that's where um, at the end of the podcast, we're going to run out to our storage unit because one, we didn't want to have it for that long. We wanted to get the house ready to bring stuff in. So we're not paying for it. Um, But then the other aspect of it was that, wait, if we're going to be on lockdown, similar to say California, I might not be able to get to storage unit. They might just say, that's not an essential. You're not allowed down that road or into that area. So I want to kind of grab some things that we could could use for the next couple of weeks that
0: makes Um, a lot of sense
1: but yeah i know like you're saying too having your wife home both of you guys being home all the time you're really starting to like lay out the what's it foundation or the um guidelines as to okay this is my space my time you know we got to do this this and this you gotta
0: make sure it's still there because you guys are both always at home you know it's it's just one of those things you don't really think about until you have to
1: and i don't know if you can see i just flipped the camera on my phone but there's like uh i think i got it yeah that piece of paper on the fridge is our to-do list (laughs) um so we like wrote out all the things that we wanted to get done and um you know people we wanted to call like contractors for estimates we have some plumbing we think we want fixed and i'm just not ready to take that on But, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, let's write all this stuff out. And it's nice to see it and then, like, cross it off. But it's also kind of scary when you're like, wait, our list is actually dwindling. What are we going to do now if this goes on much longer? You got to kind of figure out, you know, some stuff to keep you occupied. We're not at that point just yet. But um, that's what I kind of just keep projecting a little too far into the future now, thinking, all right, what am I going to do? I don't have wood to make our dining room table, and that's my next big project coming up. Do I go out and buy stuff for it, even though I don't have the plan just yet?
0: Um, yeah, well, you should, right? So that it gets acclimated to to your workspace, anyways. And and it's it's actually a perfect time to do that. You know, get in. Let, you know, whatever the humidity is, especially in Jersey. Man, that <laughs> especially I, in Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yesterday
1: it was eighty degrees almost, and exactly. it felt
0: like a summer day. And today it's barely fifty like I mean, i've had days where i've had a, um, a slab of like a tabletop in the shop and it was there for weeks and it's all joined together and then i decided to just cut off the edges to to clean up whatever like like quarter inch off here and there and then the next day i come back and the entire thing worked because of that very slight off. and i was like it's Jer- jersey just uh, it's an insane amount uh of humidity you have to deal with and the way it just changes is is ridiculous, but I got I got to tell you, Luke, that kitchen, man, that uh, looking at those before and after, you're a pro, dude. That was insane. Really well done. That was that was absolutely insane.
1: I I really appreciate it, George, because um, I was nervous going into it, and I didn't really voice that. I was like, yeah, I can do this. Um, but to be honest, I was like, I'm just saying words right now. I don't know if I really have the skill set, but um, it's cool having. You know, like I can say all the nice things, but it's true. Like Adrian really was supportive throughout it and she put in a lot of work. She just doesn't like to be in front of the camera. I'm not big into that either, but she's like, no, I don't want to be there. I'll just do whatever you tell me to do. But yeah, like we were able to work together pretty well. And we knew, you know, say countertops, how to get somebody to come in and do that. But there's enough practice that I was able to do on scrap pieces of wood for painting, painting. even like say the sink and stuff like we modified the cabinet and made our own essentially so it was like i i had i had the skill set from other things and it just i needed the time to map it out measure it make it all work so it, it it felt like a very long process doing it only over weekends but yeah, it's like, it's such a satisfying feeling now, like getting to look into the kitchen and be like, oh, it's finally done.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long did it take you from, from start to finish, would you say?
1: Um, so that's what we were actually talking about that, I think, two days ago. Um, I bet it took us about eight to 10 working days. Um, and that wow. that has time for like drying of the cabinets and then like including appliances and installing those. We only had certain hours, so I I bet it's it was less than two weeks. Like if I could have taken off two weeks, I think I could have finished everything um, in that time. It just really was weird hours, and that's why I ended up taking whatever it is, two and a half to three months to get it all actually done. It,
0: um, it, it that's that's pretty amazing, man. That yeah. that's it, it looks fantastic. That yeah. that's something proud to 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 be proud of when you. When you go through your house and you get to see you guys made that together, that, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to actually cook. We did make um, pancakes, so I can say that we've used it. It's just not as functional when you're using another pan as your mixing bowl and spoons <laughs> as your, you know, like, okay, I think that was a third of a cup. And, yeah, so um, it does work. It's nice, but I, I can't wait until we can actually start really using it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that, make, that, that makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, and then, you know, um, so Trapper, he was texting me. He was like, hey, I have a, you know, Home Right's, uh Max sprayer. You know, can I can I get some tips and tricks on how you got your cabinets painted? I'm like, I should have done a video. Like, I know you guys told me you really should take, you know, some process pictures and videos. But maybe I'll, like, get out a piece of wood from the garage and just show a couple of the things that I learned
0: I was literally going to ask you the same question <laughs> right after we're done pocketing. Because right now, me and Michelle, we decided to um, paint our entire fence. Uh, we have a wooden fence out there. We, we're painting the whole thing white. So she's going through with the paintbrush, doing you know, a major majority of the front. And I got the home right paint sprayer myself. And so I've learned a lot about it already. At first, I'm like, man, this thing sucks. It's really not working too well. And then I realized um, I must have not cleaned out one time a, a while ago. Opened up the tip. There's this huge, I showed it to Michelle, there's this huge paint clump that like hardened blocking e- anything from going through. Yeah. Took that out. Had to learn the difference re- between the tips because there's one that's, uh, we're using outdoor paint. So I was using one that was too thin. It was meant for like more indoor paint um, and and switched that up. And now it's like a beast. I, I think I knocked out like almost an entire side of the fence within two hours or, or maybe an hour and a half. It was insane. Yeah. I mean, I know that crazy.
1: thing is like, if I'm ever going to paint again, i have pretty sure that's the only thing i want to use
0: it's crazy
1: like i feel like i want to just spray paint the the outside of the house, or you know, I want to go out there and be like oh, just, we're changing. Just start painting everything. Paint the
0: world. <laughs> yeah, whatever
1: color you guys want. Go to my neighbor's house. Hey,
0: do you guys want your cabinets redone? I'll do them for you. <laughs> but but I can't imagine the amount of people who who probably were struggling with me. I was about to ditch the thing, man. I mean, <laughs> it, it was like I was like, why? It's really not coming out. You know, I, I've heard people complain about paint sprays, but I guess if you don't know how to like actually go in each little component and clean everything, because you know the paint will build up and it will. You, you're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to uh, decomp it like every time, pretty much. But it works great once you do that i mean
1: yeah and then i think for me i was getting nervous a lot when i would read the back of paint cans like oh don't spray or unless you do this mixture or that mixture and I'm like whoa wait a second i thought it would be as simple as i pour it in the bucket and i press the trigger aim it at what i want painted and that's it but it it kind of scares you on that and i even talked to somebody from home rights um you know, they were saying don't use polyurethane in there and then like the next video they posted, there was a some guy polying, um, I think it might have been his fence or outdoor, like a deck or something like that. So I'm like, wait a second, you guys say don't use polyurethane See? and you're showing a video of somebody doing it. So it's just kind of like, there should almost be a chart that somebody has that says, I've used these materials with this tip before, or these paints and other um, you know substances with these tips and feel free to use them. But like I they read, v- won't show you that stuff. Yeah.
0: I read today that the, the smallest tip is, is, is good with polyurethane. I heard that it was actually listed under that, that little tip, the smallest <sighs> All right. Tip. I swear so when I good. was looking at so it, so <laughs> it
1: could be me reading it wrong, but I swear when I looked at the little booklet that came with it, it didn't say polyurethane anywhere, or it might well, see, have been like water-based. We shouldn't poly. be
0: reading into this, Luke. What are you? We, we don't read things. Remember, we gotta just do it. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All these instructions they give us, we're just gonna get. <laughs> well, and see, that's the problem. That's the problem. Is <laughs> I get mad at my
1: kids for not reading directions correctly, and then look at me. I'm not reading them properly either. Is what it sounds like. So uh, yeah, but. I know that it can be done. I just need to kind of um, do my own tests with it so I feel comfortable. Is it the green tip, blue tip, red tip? And, um, you know, kind of like, do I need to thin it at all or not? But yeah, yeah. it's a, it's an awesome tool. Like I, I know um, we'll be redoing our deck probably in the summer. Maybe that'll be the project that we take on while uh, we're quarantined. But uh, yeah, that's something that I'll probably end up using the sprayer for as well.
0: I mean, I, I mean... It- that's true. It, it is a good time to actually take on these projects because although I, I I joke and I say like it has been a struggle, ever since we talked last, I, I finished the wine barrel table finally. I finished this attic ladder I wanted to put in. This 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 fence we just started. Like it's, if I actually sit down and think about it, it has been stressful every day. But but there is a lot of progress being made. It's it's just kind of what happens. I mean, Winston, you're you you get to work from home. What like three days a week. or two to three
2: days a week two days a week okay and then it's like sort of on the weekends just because my like when i'm off the clock just it's kind of ambiguous Uh, but nominally during mondays through fridays i take tuesdays thursdays to work at home
0: and do you notice because you um, you're kind of already used to it that you're actually getting a lot more done on those specific days and has that really changed i mean so so now you're home every day are you getting? Are you knocking mm-hmm. stuff out on that shit, Poco? Is it running twenty four seven or?
2: It's so when you work at home and you're not like on a strict schedule, things are kind of weird. So I also manage the social media accounts. Um, so like you, Luke, like I'm getting emails and stuff at like random hours, and you have this like, do I respond to it now? Do I not respond to it? But because it's my job, like I should. So like there have been times that like. 10 p.m. where it's like I'm like getting ready to like brush my teeth go to bed and it's like I I see a message pop up it's like do I do I open it do I not open it and usually I'll just I'll take a peek at it if it's easy I'll I'll just answer it now if it's not I'll just I'll set it aside so there are things like that that kind of just I don't know if it makes me more or less productive because it sort of just instead of having like a period where I'm just like really focused on something it sort of just drags out like I'm flattening my productivity curve Um, And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. So like the
1: integration Um, of productivity of what's below the line, right? You're saying?
2: Yeah. I don't know if it's as much as if I were in the office, but um, also being in the office, it changes the kinds of things I can do. So like on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'll try and like do a little scripting for the next video Mm -hmm. because I know I can only record on uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Because I can't record in the shop because we've got machinery going in the back. So any like video work um, that's not just filming the machine, I have to do at home. And that's why having those breaks makes sense for me. So now you can um, you can do it all, right? You could actually pop out videos and I can can. Get work done. Um, you don't have
0: all the machines, I guess, at home that you do at, at, at work right now, but but at least
2: I have enough to teach the basics. Exactly.
0: Well, okay, so so that's for from the teaching of the carbide, but but what about you as as Winston makes right so so you and popping out your personal projects how has that been and and that bounce? because now you're still you are still technically working i'm assuming full-time part-time mm-hmm. from home full-time okay and and so how is how is that bounce? so now now you're fully at home with your machine and your personal life and your your carbide life and it's all the same machine very similar products how's that going
2: it's hard to say um just because recently i've been doing a fairly involved project making new um, lights for my CNC enclosure so that required like uh, soldering a couple things um uh, machining some things 3D printing some things and having all those different disciplines blended into a project kind of slows me down because I got to transition from like all right I'm in CNC mode now I got to be in 3D printing mode um and so going back and forth like that kind of like there's a little reluctance there it's like ah like I want to do a little more machining but like I guess I'll set up my new 3D printer <laughs> and it, it slows me down. Like internally, there's some resistance where it's like I could be in Fusion, Like I'm ready to start designing the next project. but That's in the back of my head. It's like, I should do some editing. I should like put away that 3D printer. Cause I was going to make some uh, um, polycarbonate panels to put around the frame. Um, because like when you're printing like temperature differentials can sort of affect it and uh, cause warping. So it's going to put up walls so that like, Um, it's in the garage. So if someone opens the garage door, like you get a breeze through there. If you're printing more sensitive filaments, like they'll just start peeling off the bed. Oh yeah. Um, And also it's a garage. It's kind of dusty. So I wanted to try and keep uh, the build area as clean as possible. So I'm going to put up like polycarbonate walls, but it's like, I I went and I bought a two by four foot sheet of 16th inch polycarbonate. It's like, all right, I've got to like cut that down. I've got to figure out how to um, put larger sections of it through my CNC um and so there's just been like i gotta move the 3d printer from my one open area of the workbench um lay out the polycarbonate cut it move it to the cnc take apart the 3d printer to install those panels into the the four sides um and then close it back up and then re-level it and so all these little things they're really easy but just the fact that it's one step has to connect to another step makes me think eh, i'll just put it off i'll just do a little more like uh um, like scripting or something or working on something else and so those are projects that are for my own channel um gotcha and so when i see that i'm like maybe i'll just like work on something little for Carbide. um so i don't know i'm just in a weird spot right now where i've just gotta like get my act together yeah um get rid of all of the the old stuff in my queue clean it out so i can Work on new projects for myself concurrently with new projects for Carbide.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I give you credit because to me that'd be a lot to balance from like even just a mental standpoint. So, so you have the three D printer in the garage and and your CNCs are they all
2: able to run at the same time? You're not blowing any fuses. Um, the yeah, pretty much okay. they all run. Um, the three awesome. D printer doesn't. It's like 200 watts or something. It's not a lot. Okay. Um, if I were doing something like shape plus the vacuum plus the 3d printer plus like one more thing that might be a little much um but for the most part it's all right because I have Um, my 3d printer up here in my room I I try to keep everything that
0: doesn't make sawdust or or can be inside inside because um mm -hmm. I could even just watch it a little bit more um and and it is more temperature controlled because I even have some peeling and warping even up here sometimes because I'll have the window open or something like that um, but I, I actually kind of have a very different experience from, from what you just said, because I'm actually knocking out a lot more on my machines cause I'm home. So I'm, I'm working, you know, full time at home and I got the 3d printer running full blast. I mean, if you guys check out my Instagram stories, I've been, I've been going hardcore. This thing has been running for, except for right now, I was, cause of the podcast it has been running for like four or five days straight with just different parts. I've been able to make sure there's no issues for once because what I'd normally do, um, is i would, I would I'd start it up i'd go to work for the full day come home something messed up i got to restart the whole darn print and or maybe it was finished for a couple hours and i could have started something new um and even something the other day um i ran out of filament dirt halfway through the build and i got a hundred dollar cheap you know printer over here it doesn't have that feature that it will stop once it realizes there's no filament in there so i was able to because i was here sneak in another piece of filament uh, of a different color and it finished the entire build fine and I was like oh that's this is this has been great I've been knocking stuff out on this 3d printer so it, it's it's been great because every uh, I'm trying to be better at everything I can do that's passive type of work that I could run in the background while I'm doing my full job or whatever I just let it work and that way I'm getting a little bit more done in that type of aspect but I've realized that's taken completely away from Uh, making videos i i think the one thing i've completely lost is because i've been working so much from the the computer from a full-time job and and trying to balance everything going on i've just completely not been focusing on making videos um at this point i want to get kind of back into you know if it's even just an hour a day that that would kind of help um but that, that's one part, unfortunately, I've lost and I got I to gotta get it back because I still
2: have a queue of, I think, like eight different projects right now. And it's, it's just insane. That's also one of the things that's tr- uh, forcing me to work in a serial manner instead of parallel because all the footage I have, it's like 50, 60, 100 gigabytes, like for a really involved project oh, wow. that I feel pressure to like let me get that off my hard drive. So I really want to work on these projects and knock them out and finish them so I can archive them on an external hard drive. Um, and that's provided me just an extra like, speed bump or like reluctance factor to start something new because I really don't want to start accruing additional footage on my SD card um, until after I've like cleaned out the old stuff. So
0: you told me this. You actually keep all of your footage on your SD cards until the video is edited, making sure that you know yep that way things like me when i lost my entire hard drive and almost threw my computer out the window because i lost like three of my favorite project videos i mean i still i still my one of my favorite products to date is that those anderotic chairs i have in front of my house and the video is gonna be sweet and that got crushed with my mac hard drive when it it, it corrupted and i oh i to this day i still feel that it, luke <laughs> I, I, I yeah you didn't oh. even know about this right yeah. i had i had these videos it was gonna be it was. i had a whole bunch of great ones and all of a sudden my mac decided to use my external hard drive as its time machine and wiped it clean and i literally just said what what just happened and it was all gone it was it was it was so many videos uh, all from the oh from my- uh the first house of all the original projects and they're gone they're they're, they're not coming back and so oh, so when uh, i reached out to winston he's like yeah that's why i keep all of my videos in SD cards i'm like oh that's kind of smart i still <laughs> i still don't do it i'm not gonna lie to
2: you i should but, but. <laughs> I, didn't even learn from it. Got... I don't even well, learn now, from it now that you have a time machine backup that can save all that footage true i need
0: to what i think i'm gonna do and I, I really just i thought i had one i got a second external hard drive somewhere and i, I just just want to double back up everything and hopefully that never happens again but that that was that was like soul crushing because that that was a lot of work that it's it it just went away so I mean that's one thing my my YouTube presence isn't it's not strong and I need it's because I don't focus on it as much as I could I actually noticed being at home I'm Instagramming a lot more so so obviously when you're at work I'm not around my shop right at home I can actually take a quick picture of something and post it at some random time of the day and that's that's been doing wonders for me on Instagram. I'm I'm really happy with how that's been growing. So that's another huge aspect I just realized of working from home or working where you do your your side gig. You could actually contribute to the quick post on social media a lot faster, right? A quick picture here, a quick. I've been using Instagram stories for once. I've, I never use that because. And now that I'm actually here, I just video and post it up, and I love it. It's it's working great, and and it, I I've been growing because of that. It, it's 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 very um you can actually see based off each post growing now and and, and i gotta do that for youtube i need i want to grow better on youtube from doing that so i need a i need to get better at focusing on it um so it, just just a lot of kind of different experiences i guess based off you yeah. know what we normally do versus what we do in the side gig at this point it
1: kind of seems like discipline or at least that's the thing that i know for myself i really want to work on and Uh, touching on what winston was saying with writing this stuff down and how we had that um we have a single sheet of paper with some of our big to-do lists um so i think it's like if you can tell yourself i'm gonna respond to my emails from nine to one and you really do focus for those three four hours to respond to emails and you don't lollygag or um mess around or you know, oh, I'll have a snack now or let me do this instead. I'll grade or something, right? Like if you really can focus, then you can feel like, all right, I'll move on to the next task. And, um, you know, if you're able to kind of give yourself like this allotted time and then just do it, then you can move through those things. But I know, um, something that you were saying earlier, George was, you know, now you and your wife kind of want to spend time together. And, um, you know, me and Adrian, we barely have watched like TV the past couple of months. So we are like, let's go on Netflix, let's find a new show. And, um, you know, it's outside of the whole maker thing, but it's now a new outlet in a way that, Hey, you know what, this is nice to be able to like chill, relax and kind of decompress. So, um, I know, though, for me, I kind of get like sucked into them and I just want to binge, and just keep going and going and <laughs> finish it. Um, similar to a project, like once I get started, I just want to go and go and go until it's done. Um, but it's kind of like now, for however long we'll be in this type of lockdown or quarantine state, um, I think it's going to be a good time to like practice those um, soft skills, I think is what they're mm-hmm. called, right? that like discipline, time management, organization, so that you're able to, when you have some curveball like this thrown your way, you can still progress and move through your projects that you're working on. And maybe even come up with a couple other ones because you're so organized. Now you have time to think about stuff more creatively or say, hey, this would be a good idea. Or when we're on a podcast, like, oh, you know, Winston or George is working on that you know, we kind of need one of those, or that would be fun to make an Iron Man mask, or you know, <laughs> or whatever my favorite superhero is, or um, you know, you can kind of. If you
2: could make an Iron Man respirator, that'd be <laughs> fantastic. Oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> that.
0: Uh... <laughs> Don't give me more ideas, <laughs> Winston. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait till you guys see what's coming from this. I mean, it, I'm really, I'm pumped with this Iron Man mask. Nice. But, but with what you're talking about, Luke. So, 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 watching movies and TV shows and, and stuff. Um, I actually wanted to give you a recommendation because of what you're talking about with with your kids and your shop teacher. Um, if you have Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they just they have this new show on there called The Workshop, and it's three different teams um there is one shop teacher and like three kids okay. and in the first one in the first episode they had to create um I- i've never really heard of this but it was like um a mailbox for books that you put outside and like your neighbors come by and they grab a book to go read it's like book recommendations i forgot what it's actually called um,
1: a free but, library i think is
0: yeah something like that a free library yeah, something like mm-hmm. that I- i've never heard of it before at that point and it was really cool because you see the, the shop teachers trying to teach the kids. The kids have these wild imaginations that are great, and it's just another you know really good show for I think makers because it just keeps the mind flowing. That that's one thing I I you know I'm happy that Michelle and I liked those type of shows a lot of time because you kind of get both of it right. You, you you get to hang out with each other, and then you're also kind of learning and inspiring yourself by watching these videos. Um, and we try to find those on Netflix and and um, I mean have you have you guys seen the Lego Master Show yet on Fox? it is it is so good i i can't stop watching and i i'm like waiting for the next i really wish i waited until the whole season was out because i'm dying waiting for the next episode oh. i mean there it's 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 right up everybody's alley it's it's the there's engineering between it because there it has to be structure they did they did a bridge one episode where it had to be structurally stable and um they one of them uh two of the, the bridges were able to uh, hold more than a thousand pounds it was insane and it was, it was, it's just ridiculous. I, there There's, there's a lot of graphics, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the design behind it all. And it's definitely check it out. Another huge recommendation. I mean, so, so that's, that's a big thing with obviously with what's, what's going on. Um, you're at home and, and, you know, you're going to end up probably end up watching a lot more TV. So I try to focus on more shows that are, um, inspiring with the side business and, and hopefully, you know, both of you guys end up liking.
1: Yeah. I know I'm trying to get some TV in there, but I don't want it to be my only outlet. I want there to be making and, you know, um, staying away from that being my sole, uh, what is it, like, outlet of fun or entertainment. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially, like, today, looking outside, it's like, oh, I got to go for a walk.
0: it's beautiful outside, man. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I want to make sure I seize the day, right? Um, But, yeah, it's like, there's still good stuff, though, on Netflix, Disney+, and all that. Don't get me wrong. I'll make sure I I watch a show or two. But yeah, it's like, again, that discipline or finding the balance is, I feel like, a real big thing right now. Um, Even food-wise, you know, I love to eat. So I'm like, man, (laughs) I see my cabinet stocked right now. I could go ham and eat all of it. But it's probably smarter to just, you know, balance it all out.
0: And bring you back to that discipline. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. (laughs) So it's just, that's all this is, a big exercise in uh, (laughs) discipline for me right now.
0: That gave me a question, actually. Winston, with the lockdown, are you able to, like, go for runs and, and, like, walk outside a lot?
2: Are there limitations to what they tell you? So, um, children's parks are closed. Okay. But um, you're still allowed to do outdoor activities as long as, like, you're not, like, congregating. Like, marathons aren't happening, but you can still run by yourself and and just, like, try and give people extra space. Don't, like, like run up right next to someone and, like, be within their six-foot bubble. Um, but like going for a walk around the block totally fine. Awesome.
0: That's awesome
2: Yeah, which is like my only like cardio because the gyms are all closed now, too. So wow. sure
0: That's crazy
2: and, and you were mentioning so you, you're actually
0: replying to everybody through Instagram um, For carbide right now. I thought that was pretty interesting because you know, I, I'm talking to a couple of different sponsors right now and actually a bunch of them are saying hey you know we're, we're we're down for a while a bunch of employees are, are, are going through some stuff so so we're gonna have to pick up back in like a month or two and see where we're at with budgets and and how the come and i'm like i'm like geez it, it's it's sad to hear i i'm you know before we were everybody's always saying go support your small businesses and now it's even more important with if if they're somehow still trying to make products or or profit and stay alive for however, we can. I mean, we all feel that i'm orders definitely go down around this time. I don't even know how to get shipping out there, or or um, or how that's going to work. But you, you mentioned USPS is staying open, which is good. Um, but that's that's all a lot of things I've been concerned about. I, I've got an Etsy order for a dartboard. Um, I've got to make, and I was like, oh, can I even ship this? I don't even know. I mean, is, is there going to be limitations if we go on lockdown? I haven't heard about that kind of stuff. So I'm happy you said that that USPS is still opened. Um, but, uh, I'm hoping that I can keep that still going as a side business. I know a lot of people are probably facing that kind of struggle right now for sure. Yeah,
2: it's, it's tough. And I think like for small businesses, a lot of them, like if they're not working and shipping like directly from home, um, if they have like an office or a shop and they're not allowed to go there, this it's really hard cause you can't purchase something. They can't go out and make it and ship it. So I heard, like, people saying, like, if you can buy, like, a gift card or something or, like, commit to, like, once they're back in business, like, saying, like, hey, I will, like, I've got an order. I'm just waiting for you to open up. Like, that helps them, like, sort of plan out, like, hey, once this blows over, like, I will be able to get some in- income back. So yeah. little things like that to keep in mind. And I thought it was, a, I thought it was the smartest thing. Obviously, they've encouraged
0: um, banks to, like, give, like, loans and not to do interest charges right now and just you know, allow for this to be a period of, um, you know, just passing of, uh, you know, try not to let the bills hurt this one month and let's just pretend it never happened and and kind of just move forward once we're able to all resolve our activities again, because it it is a struggle for everybody right now and we got to be understanding, but it's, it's, it's stuff like that, that I've, I've been curious about. I mean, how are, how are people, um, gonna keep their small businesses moving and and although like we said we're we're able to focus a little bit more on it are the orders actually coming in are we able to get the supplies are we able to ship it it's not the type of working from home scenario everybody wants to happen at right now right it's it is limited um and it's different um for sure at least at least uh, i've been kind of noticing that um but uh, there's opportunity there you know once we all kind of get used to it um to 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 be more proactive and you know, maybe Luke, you're right. Maybe I should stop watching like a a Netflix or Hulu show and do some freaking video editing and get more YouTube videos out because people are at home watching YouTube videos too, you know, so it's a good time to do it. Oh
1: yeah. And that's the thing I noticed my kids, um, they're like, oh, have you guys watched? Because we can kind of like chat about different things. Um, And they're like, hey, have you watched this on YouTube, this on YouTube? Like, man, YouTube, you know, or our networks just in general, are really getting pushed to the limit, right? Like how yeah. many people can you get online without crashing? Um, so it's been pretty nice. Like I haven't had to deal with any of those issues yet, but um, you know, the longer this goes on for, the more I wonder if you will even get like more subscribers because people will be on there that much longer if you're putting out the content. Like I know Winston definitely is. Maybe George and I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta try. Well, it, it'd be good to... Good, it'd be good to get content out there kind of like what you're doing with your kids luke that people can take and do something about they, people don't want to watch a video of, of something they can't access right now where they have to go out and do something so you know if there's a video on making that you can do like exactly like you're doing with things around the house that's that's what i think people want to start watching i i mean I, I should put some thought into that i don't know um I, I'm, I'm more of like, I like the machines uh, for a lot of my work, um, but, but that, that'd be pretty useful. So something, um, one of the teachers that I've worked with, um, she's
1: excellent at this stuff, like thinking about, um, they're called extensions. So she has something called the challenge pyramid. And so everybody has to do the foundation of the pyramid. And there's three levels, the foundation, the middle, and then the apex. And on um, the foundation is, say, for this Rube Goldberg machine. Um, I want you to use, you know, five different materials and have five different simple machines in the Rube Goldberg. So you have to have a lever, an inclined plane, and whatever else. Um, Then the middle one might be, you know, use only two types of materials and have, you know, all six of the simple machines. And then the apex is um, you can use unlimited materials, but you have to have, um, you know, like total number of like different combinations of machines, maybe like 20 different sets of machines. And it could just be like, you essentially are giving the same project out there, but you're trying to increase the level of difficulty so that it's something that you think everybody could do, then something that is just a little harder and a little harder. So if there is a craft that you could come up with, that would be a fun sign to make in the house or, or I don't know, maybe like a little desk or something. And what materials, like you would have to be very resourceful, but like what materials could you use that one, it still looks nice. Like it's aesthetically pleasing. um, Two, it's structural so that it could be used um, for maybe a kid to draw on. And um, like, what would be a fun feature to add to it? And, you know, that's essentially what I'm doing to them. I'm posing some sort of design challenge and then seeing what can you make with it. And as us, like makers who use machines a lot, we think like, ah well, you can't even do it. Well, have you given it any thought? Like, have you really sat down and thought about it? Because I'm sure there's something you could do. Maybe you're even reusing some of the furniture in your house. Or again, you're just getting creative with what you have around. But those are things I bet people will eventually turn to. Something that's not a board game, not a TV show, um, but you know, something that we're all still involved in or doing something. That, that could be like a fun challenge for ourselves to try to come up with something and then you extend it yeah you extend it and say if you have a 3d printer or if you have a cnc try to do x y or z right and then that's where that extension comes in that you can do this if you only have recycled materials and your hands but look what you could do if you have access to a 3d printer or cnc um, or laser cutter and you can engrave something cool on it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i like that a lot i'm definitely gonna put some more Mm -hmm. thought into that because i I, I would like to i'm always about my youtube videos are always about helping others do it them you know do it yourself and um you know now's a good time to what can they do themselves with whatever they have in the house where they don't have to buy a machine what is what is that type of project so i I like Mm -hmm. that a lot and
1: Um, maybe it's something that you don't keep for that long maybe it's just your your quarantine desk or whatever right or um some sort of trophy that you made extra toilet paper holders <laughs> yeah, yeah <or> <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, I like, like that <laughs> but you and, um you and your wife really like those types of shows you could almost make that show your own game one night and be like all right look before recycling tomorrow we have to use this material to do something Maybe mm-hmm. it's a toilet paper rack or whatever, or um, cereal box holder <laughs> or something. I don't know. And then you guys give yourself 30 minutes to brainstorm, think it through, prototype it or something. I don't know. It, it kind of sounds corny on the front of it, but we might get to a point where that's kind of fun. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you and it could be a fun like, video, okay, yeah. you know, to to edit later, too. So Yeah. yeah.
0: I, like, I like that a lot. That sounds pretty good. Toilet yeah. paper holders is definitely going through all of our minds right
2: now i see oh i God. see like the light bulbs twisting no i'm just thinking like it'd be a really like just odd flex to show like hey look at my toilet paper rack like <laughs> stocked with toilet paper thumbnail <laughs> 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 oh man that'd be
0: fantastic
1: probably get a lot of hits that's for sure
0: <laughs> oh that, that'd be fantastic
1: yeah <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I think that's been a pretty good proactive uh talk for, for all of us with everything going on. And I'm I'm happy to hear you guys are doing well and, and everybody seems pretty safe. So um I guess I guess we can wrap it up for today and then and then meet again and have another thing in about two weeks.
2: Yeah. 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 Awesome. Stay safe, right. keep making yeah. everyone.
0: Keep awesome guys. It was good to catch on with you. Catch you later. Yep. See you. Yep. Bye.